Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud If we're behind, then never mind We'll fight and fight and win For we're from Tigerland We never weaken till the final siren's gone Like the tiger of old We're strong and we're bold For we're from Tigerland Yellow and black We're from Tigerland Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and congratulations to the Tigers. Yeah, we're doing it live this morning. Grand final. What is it, grand final? Not Eve. 
<laughs> the <laughs> day the, after. The day after the grand final. It's a bit like when the Lord got buried on Friday, he arose on the Sunday. We have arisen, despite the fact that daylight saving has put a little bit of a uh, kink in the old uh, cable. We've, uh, we've managed to front up live on Sunday morning for the back concrete the, game. Back to the Tiggers. Oh, uh, my poor mate down there in Swan Street's going to go broke. He had a mothball uh, shop down there, so he reckons <laughs> he's going to go broke because they're all out of mothballs. But anyway... Good on the Tigers! Fantastic effort. They were just they were just too absolutely too good. I, I must admit, when the when the Crows got the first, uh, two goals back to back in the first quarter, I thought, geez, they, they could kick away. But I'll tell you what, you got to give it to the old Tigers. They just got a you know one ruckman, one forward, and a, an old heap of goers, haven't they? Mm, and they, re- they really put in. And I was looking through the paper this morning. Fantastic! One that Sean Grigg played a great game. Mm. Traded by Carlton. I love seeing that. Oh. <laughs> They wouldn't know nothing about footballs down there. Um, Josh Caddy traded by Geelong. You know, and that Toby Nan Curvis, a ruckman, what a great game. One out. If he had gone down, they'd have been in trouble, but he didn't. And, and every just... time he got taken off, uh, they had a bit of trouble. That's yeah. right. So it's yeah. a risk they take, but look, obviously it's it's, uh, it's paid off. Some fantastic with the Tiggers. And uh, I'd like to special little, little spend, uh, send a little cheerio to my old mate Nipper O'Neill, Mick O'Neill. Been a surfing member for you know, 40-something years, a concrete cutter, mad tiger, mad tiger, told us you know, get that they'll never I, be I, any good. I remember this. Just go through it slowly yeah. for well, Mick. Would never, ever go to a game when that Hardwick still coach couldn't coach a kindergarten. They can go and get stuffed, never going back to a game. There he was yesterday. Oh, There Mick. he was. Oh, there Mickey, he was. baby. Full flurry, you know. Singing the song and carrying on, geez, I'll tell you what. But anyway, he was one bag wing. But all the other supporters of Richmond and all the other people that were there, yes, it was a it was a good grand final for the Tigers. Indeed, it was. And uh, and you got got to mention the Crows, don't you? Geez, that was a beautiful performance, wasn't it? Well, they've got to go back across the border and face up to some, I would think, very irate and disappointed fans. It was a very poor performance, I thought. You know, I mean, Captain Kickless, how did he go? I mean, <laughs> I think they've, um, what, what Taylor, Taylor Walker on it? Tex. 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 Oh, Tex, yeah. Tex. Mate, couldn't get a kick in a, in, a, in a brawl in the pub yesterday. I mean, he did. I mean, he got a few kicks later, but I mean, it was a bit of, when it was all over. But I mean, jeez, mm. a forward mm. line, they were shocking. And who was, that, who was the other guy, the guy on the forward line? Josh Jenkins. Oh, a big rap on him. Never got a touch. So, look, I think it was just the pressure Richmond put on. It was unbelievable, yeah, wasn't it? It was just pressure from these blokes. Non-stop pressure. Fantastic. And I said to someone yesterday, Adelaide looked to be on paper a three or four goal better side, but it's all what goes on in the head, and nothing went on in Adelaide's head, that's for sure. And Dusty's got the sweep. Dusty's got the sweep. Brownlow, Norm Smith, and a grand final medallion. There you go. Can't beat that. Unbelievable performance. And for those devotees of the game, Richmond also won the Dandy Dash. Bullshit, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, they did indeed. They won, um, the manager, I think his name is, won the uh, the sprint at half time. I know what they did. But, let's be fair, an old favourite came out of the woodwork too and won the longest kick. The big Fev, Fev won, yeah. won, the, won the longest kick. I need to beat old Fletch too, Kenny. Ah, oh, Kenny Fletcher. Jeez, Dustin Fletcher. 
and he just beat him, but it was a great effort. And uh, it was good seeing the marble. Yeah, and they could kick a football, couldn't they? Indeed, they could. Uh, some uh, once upon a time, there'd be blokes kicking uh, sixty plus metres without a problem. Nowadays, it's all that short stuff. Uh, Never mind. Curtains off. It's only football. Yeah. Well, well done, Tiggs. Well done. Great effort. And for all those uh, Tiger supporters at the CFMEU Grand Final breakfast yesterday, hope you all enjoyed not only the breakfast but the rest of your day. And uh, I've got to say, a lot, a lot, a lot of Tiger supporters suddenly appeared and they're all in colours too. Jeez. Smell them off, balls? Oh. I had well, to drive through Richmond to come here this morning. The mirrors have been torn off my car. The aerial's gone. <laughs> Jeez, they're going mad down there. Indeed. So, cheerio to a couple of them. Uh, old Pumpkin, he's, he'll be uh, absolutely oh, wrapped. So, good morning to the Pumpkin. Good morning to the Secretary, Mr Shetka. He's a uh, Tiger supporter. He would have been there, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'm, I hope so, because it would have been something worth uh, participating <laughs> in as a uh, Tiger supporter. Young Amanda, there's quite a few. Rolled on out the uh, colours and uh, good luck to them. Well, as they say, 37 years between drinks is a long time. Well, that's a good point there, Annie, because... Uh, uh, well, well I'll make up for it now because I'll be pissed for a month. We'll have to put up for another 37 <laughs> years, will we? Rightio. Now, we uh, should uh, mention uh, a couple of other matters as we uh, mosey along this... Uh, Celebration of football, and that is someone dropped the ball, got the free kick, paid against him, plus 50 metres. Nigel Hatch just got personally fined 8,000-something bucks this week, and it's a bit light on when you think about it. All the fines he got against the union for bullshit laws about turning up on a job and you've broken the law, but Hatch just copped his whack. He's uh, got a conviction. So he won't be entitled to a right of entry, will he? Eh? Yeah, well, that's a good point. $8,000, Jim, on, on, what was he on? Uh, $426,000. Is nothing. That's right. But 4000 does also uh, sort of just twig my memory a bit because I think there's costs uh, related to all these matters of something like $400,000, which Nigel doesn't have to pay. Poor old taxpayer will have to pay it again. Unbelievable. Eh? So, Nige, you got your right whack. It might have been after the game, but never mind. It's always uh, dangerous when you're leaving the Oval. Every dog has his day. Indeed. Now, uh, we've had a a biggish week, I'm sure, but we can't remember much of it. No. But anyway, let's talk some more football because uh, during the... The recent past, there was another game. Well, they reckon they, Richmond got the whole whole sweep. They didn't because the VFL VFL was won by the mighty Borough last week, and they, a lot of people reckon it was a better game than yesterday. But anyway, can't say that, can you? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Um, so Borough, although they started um, three hundred thousand dollars in the red, and there was a big pull up from. Everyone around the gaps, around the traps, because uh, nearly everyone's played at Port Melbourne. If you've played in the, in the AFL, so they they got together some money and got the club up and running again. And uh, way betide, they've won the flag, beat Richmond uh, by four points. I think it was in the four end. Four points. Yep. It was a great game of footy, and um, 
the Tigers, you know, sort of a, I suppose that wasn't the biggest focus, but it was a great game. And uh, to the borough, you just can't never count them out. They uh, they looked like Richmond were going to win it. And they were, look, I think, 13 points down in time on the, uh, Port Melbourne and ended up winning by four points. So it was some some great game to watch and uh, people are still talking about it. So congratulations to Port, to Port Melbourne and... Um, I think the boys are away on their footy trip at the moment up uh, up north, up there near... Um, oh. Albury? No, no, no. <laughs> They've had to pay themselves, but they're up in uh, North Queensland somewhere and having a good time. Last report was uh, they were drinking raspberries and vodka or something. I can't tell you what, what else was going on, but anyway. As they're doing football trips, so, but it was a great, great win and, and congratulations to Port Melbourne and commiseration to Richmond not winning that, but they've won everything else, so you can't win it all, boys. But... Uh, Great result. Indeed it is. And uh, we might, uh, just for those that enjoyed the uh, a bit of the sing-song after that game, we might uh, to cut, to little, cut, cut to the barrow. It's a grand old fag. It's a high-flying fag. It's the emblem for me and for you. It's the emblem of the team we love, the team of the red and the blue. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue, and we sing this song to you. Should old acquaintance be There too, because I was at the game. It was at Etihad, and I was on the, in the stands. And who was out on the ground? Got Getting out the ground. down amongst it. Yeah, trying to get his head, taking selfies of himself. Because I've got to mention that half, probably half the team are CFMU members, and the captains, Toby Pimbles, a CFMU member. There he was, the old buzzer. buzzer. Got, his, got his booth head in there, taking selfies of himself and Toby Pimble and all that. Oh, mate, yeah, he's unbelievable, yeah. isn't he? Wandering, wandering in front of the TV cameras, looking for an opportunity to get himself associated oh. with someone who'd been actually on the ground winning it. Doesn't he love it? You know, he just pushes his way in, down takes on, over. Down amongst it. Oh, anyway. Righto, so cheerio to Buzzy. Couldn't get out of bed this morning and get up from Geelong, but never mind. He did ring in with a nomination for Scallywag, which we will get to in due course. But anyway, big week. And uh, it's going to be a short week this week. It's got the RDO tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. Terrific. And uh, Should give a report too on the way in here this morning. Got a report on the radio. 
If you're not if you're not down at the uh, punt road oval now, don't bother because you won't get in. There's queues there a mile long trying to get in. They can only, I forget how many thousand it holds, but so if you if you think about going, you better get in, get down there in a hurry, otherwise you won't get in. Indeed, and uh, that's straight off the press, mate. And you probably won't get back out again. But never mind. So to all the uh, traditional Richmond supporters, like Georgie Despard, I hope he yeah, uh, was, had Georgie. a chance to watch it and enjoy it. And I'm quite sure that there will be some uh, old folks around uh, Richmond who won't be able to get down to Punt Road, but who will be enjoying it at home, watching the endless, the, the what continuous cycle of replays of the uh, of the grand final. Now we should mention a, a couple of things at this point. Uh, the picnic is coming up. It might seem a little bit early, but we're already in October. And that means that we're only eight weeks away from the picnic. We've changed, changed camps again. We've changed camps again after last year's, uh, well, it wasn't a huge disaster because the picnic went all right. But in terms of management of the picnic, uh, Caulfield uh, failed uh, on a couple of scores. And one of those was the meals and people uh, as part of their ticket get uh, access to food and drinks and uh 14,000 f- meals got tossed out. and uh, 14,000? Well, that's what I'm getting told. Maybe it was 4,000, but I understood it was 14. Well, I guess you're exaggerating the concrete, gang. <laughs> well, never let the facts get in the way of a good story anyway. It was a stuff up. A lot of complaints about how much uh, time had people spent in the queues, unlike the previous year where I think it went pretty well. But anyway... Uh, no snow s- castle. Well, that's right, but we're going to the showgrounds. The showgrounds. The showgrounds. Now, the showgrounds is where they used to have the trotting. You reckon the trots are going to be back? That would be great. Have the trots on. Various organisers running around, (laughs) dragging a couple of little gigs with the kids on board. That would be a day's entertainment, wouldn't it? It'd be better than watching you try to get around in the mile. It took about three days. They had to put the lights on and wait for you to come home. At least I got home. <laughs> yes, indeed. Got home. And uh, anyway, it's all on, and we're trying to organise the train to be available to take people from Flinders Street direct to the showground, which will, of course, take the pressure off a lot of people having to drive. Appreciate the fact that people from the south uh, east and the eastern suburbs have been, uh, for the last few years, getting a direct benefit of the Caulfield venue, but now we're moving back to showgrounds on the western side of town. We're going to try and make sure that you just keep coming into Flinders Street, swap trains to the Flemington uh, Bridge line and get straight to the showgrounds. So we'll keep everyone informed. The tickets will be available pretty soon. It's always an argument about how quickly they'll be available, but certainly the picnic venue has changed also in Geelong. It's now at Beckley Park, which is the uh, trotting track on the northern entrance to Geelong. And that's, again, a case of looking for a uh, better venue, an all-weather venue. And hopefully uh, that will also be a huge success. And talk about tickets. Indeed. October the 1st. Brothers and sisters, if you ain't financial, if you haven't paid online... You better get in tomorrow. Yep, get in tomorrow or get online because Tuesday morning, they'll be asking to have a look at your ticket.
And, of course, uh, the union depends on financial membership to keep going, and uh, we have kept going because we outlasted John Howard, we outlasted Tony Abbott, now we've outlasted Nigel Hatchkiss. So it isn't only Dusty that got three in a row. That's a good point. Who's next for, who's taking over Hatchkiss' job, is it? Ah, uh, well, he's, he's promoting uh, a certain person called Kathy Cato. Kathy uh, Cato. So that's Kath there. I've got the picture. All right. And Kath is uh, notorious for being an appointee of various governments, Labor and Liberal, to a number of positions. And in Victoria, she was actually the header of the uh, the code compliance unit of the government under our good friend, uh, the Liberal Party, Bodhu and uh, Napthine. My God. And then... Uh, so she'll be N- handy. So Nige got a, a gig there too, and then uh, Nige took Kathy with him off to the ABCC, and guess what? He's nominated her as his successor. Had kids like... A bit like... <laughs> Uh, a bit like the North Korean royal family. They just keep <laughs> nominating their own successors. And knocking them off when they don't like them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Jeez. Anyway, moving right along, we should mention we've got a few scallywags. And uh, one of the scallywags, just this week, it's getting a bit warmer, but restrain yourself from eating streets ice creams, please. Okay. It might be warm, it might be ice cream weather coming up, but please do not eat streets ice cream. The, uh, there's a few uh, things that uh, have been going on at streets in New South Wales, and one of those is that the company has tried to get rid of the EBA. There's been a long-term dispute, and they are basically trying to force people back onto the award and force wages down. So we're going to have this ridiculous situation very soon where, in America, interest rates are going to start going back up again by government decision. And obviously, the Australian Reserve Bank will follow, and then the cost of living will start going up and wages continue to go down. So, folks, you're all going to be paying again. But don't pay for a streets ice cream because they are taking not only action against the award, but they've also issued a notice to their employees that when they get on social media, if they put an emoji with an angry face on or say anything on uh, social media which is critical of the company, their jobs are at risk. Well, stuff you streets. Since when does freedom of speech go to the extent of Giving it away because you work for Streets. No way known. So Unilever are the owner of Streets, and uh, I'm going to nominate them. So you know, don't buy Magnums, yeah, don't right. buy Paddle Pops, and don't buy Golden Gay Times. Hang on, hang on. We've got an infiltrator in the studio. There's a cockroach over there. <laughs> I've just seen it. That's not the new um, ABCC, um, what, what's her name? Kathy. Jesus, did you see that? Mate, Kathy, we're going to call it Kathy Cockroach. Never mind. Jesus. We've got another nomination for Scallywag, and that is from Buzzer. This is a Geelong special. Charlie Drummond. Now, Charlie's had a bit of a career around Geelong, worked for Magellan and a few other companies, and now he works for Island Brown, John Moran's little operation. And uh, Charlie absolutely concerned about health and safety and uh, one of our organisers was driving past and uh, 
Here's a bloke up a ladder with his welding mask down, welding with no fall protection at his back whatsoever. And when uh, the organiser went in and suggested to the bloke he was putting his uh, physical well-being at risk, Charlie called the cops. As you do. As you do when you work for Ireland Brown and following the John Moran policy. What are the cops going to do? The cops came and basically said, this is the latest shit. Why is the bloke up the ladder? You well, know. exactly. But what, I mean, what, what are they thinking? So now, was, now it's just resort to the cops. For, for yeah, using official... Trespass, trespass, trespass. Yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? So anyway, our good friends uh, from Island Brown continue to play up. And we're getting another update from Punt Road, are we? Yeah, that's Buffer just ringing in. He probably doesn't know where he is, so I'll have to ring him back in a minute. <laughs> Righto, so who are we going with for Scallywag? Uh, well, he's, he's, a, he's a front runner, isn't he? Oh, yeah, Charlie Drummond, I reckon. Charlie's a winner. And uh, if ever there was a deserved winner, I would have thought Charlie has picked himself out in the uh, very extensive field down in Geelong. Righto, we got any other scallywags? Any other sookie lalas? Well, what about Nipper O'Neill? I mean, he's, he's shit canned um, Hardwick and the Richmond foot, Footy Club for, for years. There he was at the ground celebrating, carrying on. So the sookie lala? Nipper O'Neill. Nipper O'Neill, you've won it, son. Teach you to get quoted. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, so we've got a winner for uh, scallywag. We've got a winner for sookie lala. Uh, we've got a. I could have uh, give. I could. I could have give a tip out today, couldn't I? If yes, I was, you could if have. I was on if the ball. Thought about it. If I thought about it. Anything with tiger in its name might be a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm going to send a cheerio to uh, old mate uh, Kevin O'Connor Cobber. Uh, our uh, best wishes to Kevin after a tragedy in his family, and uh, hopefully we can catch up and. Uh, Help Kevin out in his hour of need. So if you're listening, Kev, ring in, please. We've been chasing you. We need to talk to you. And also, uh, Storm's going around today. We've got to give a special cheerio to the boys of Storm, Melbourne yep. Storm. Hope they go well. Apparently, the rod's on. So we jumped on their wagon, the concrete gang, haven't we? Of course. We've got to back a window somewhere. That's exactly Especially right. Especially we haven't got any tips. He's looking, he's looking at the form at the moment just in case in the last couple of minutes he can come up with something. I've got a couple of obvious ones, but, I mean, we don't give short price favourites on the concrete game. We're getting something that we can earn a bit of lovely on. So I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I would do. No, no, I've just seen it. I'd have something each way, race two, number seven, Caulfield, Motown Lil. Get on board. Ah, oh, Motown. Tamla Motown, a yeah. great idea. So that's it. Righto, we'll go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle, dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going to go out with a request from one of our long-term listeners, Danny Tui. And Danny is uh, requested Shirley Jacobs singing about the Melbourne Grand Final. At a Melbourne football final Lions, tigers, upper saints Demons, blues and swans are quaint Listen to the crowd Demanding blood Oh, a boot in the spleen Is part of the scene At a Melbourne football final 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.